Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairytale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money-saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I'm speaking with Nicole Martin about her Aulani ceremony on Ama Ama Patio with a reception at the Kayona Ballroom. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose Aulani and these locations, and how she planned everything, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Nicole. Hi, thank you for having me on today. Thanks so much for being on the show. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided you wanted to have your wedding at Aulani. We actually uh, met with the Disney fairy tale wedding planners in Florida originally years ago and spoke with them and we decided it wasn't the best fit for us just because a lot of the people that were going to be coming we knew weren't as in love with Disney as we are. We are huge Disney fans. And my fiance threw out Aulani. So that way it was the best of both worlds. We had Disney for us and everyone got a vacation to Hawaii. And so that's how we came to choose Aulani. That's fantastic. How did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? They were very excited for Hawaii, definitely. Some I know were not so sure, thinking... It was going to be like going to Disneyland, but once everyone showed up, everyone just fell in love with Alani. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? Originally, we had about 60 guests invited. We were supposed to get married in 2020 and had gone through all the planning, uh, met with them in February of 2020, and then COVID hit. And so we have had to reschedule twice with Alani. And so we ended with 37. Got it. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? Everything was centered around the date. We wanted July 17th, as that is the day that Disneyland opened. And so no matter what, we wanted to get married on July 17th. So it didn't matter what day of the week it was. That was our date. Got it. Okay. And time of day? We did a 5 p.m. wedding. So that way our guests could enjoy the day with their families and then be able to come to the wedding that night. Okay. Now, how did you choose the ceremony and reception venues? When I started looking at Alani, I 
saw the pictures of Ama Ama patio and immediately fell in love. It is just breathtakingly gorgeous with the ocean behind you. So that was just a slam dunk for us. We had looked uh, for the reception. We had looked at the Wailana pool area, but decided against it just because it is the middle of summer and extremely hot. And so we decided to move it into the ballroom. And they do have two ballrooms at Aulani. And they have one, which is the Kayona, where we had our reception, that have incredible chandeliers that can change colors. And we were sold once we went in to take a look at it. That's cool. Do they rotate through colors or do you just pick one color and they stay? We chose two colors. So during the dinner service, we had it at a soft pink. And then for the dancing portion of the evening, we changed to a purple color. That's great. And then with Ama Ama Patio, sometimes I see people asking because they're worried because the restaurant, Ama Ama, overlooks it and they're worried that it's going to feel like people are watching their wedding. How did you feel about that? Ama Ama is still closed for the restaurant. It is reopening this fall. So we didn't have that issue, but you do have the pool in proximity. And there were quite a few people that did watch and we did not have any problems with that. Everyone enjoyed watching the ceremony and you're so keyed into you know I was with my husband that I didn't even notice that there were people around that's great to hear now Alani is interesting because they don't provide a lot of services themselves but they have a a recommended vendor list how did you choose the vendors that you did from that list back in 2020 I went through all of the vendors websites, Instagrams, and went with the three that I felt best suited us. And I am so happy with the choices that we went. I could not be happier. So for our videography, we used Journey Cinema. Our florist was Yvonne Designs. I actually met with her In April, we went and she sat down with us. I went over pictures of what I was looking for and she delivered everything and then some. The flowers were incredible and exactly what I asked for. And then our photographer was Bianca Photography and she also did our engagement photos when we were there in April. And I cannot say enough about Bianca. We just adore her. Her pictures are beautiful. And she has become family to us since. She even saw us after we got married and did a little impromptu honeymoon photo shoot with us when we were near the pool. She's fantastic. That's wonderful. Did you add any kind of entertainment to the reception or ceremony? We wanted to. We did want to have the characters And that went back and forth. We had them originally for 2020. And then when they reopened, characters were not an option. Then they were at a distance. And then they were an option again. So we're like, great, we get the characters. And unfortunately, right now, with labor shortages, we were unable to have the characters. And that's the only thing that we did not have that we originally planned. So we ended up not having any entertainment, just 
dancing the night away. Interesting. Okay. So you can have the characters, but they might not have any friends of the characters available. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. We had requested Mickey and Minnie, but they do have to put a request in for them to be at the ceremony or reception. We had chose the reception. And just unfortunately, due to labor shortages, they couldn't approve it. It's just a kind of a case-by-case situation right now. So hopefully in the future, it won't be an issue. Right. Okay. Now, do you have any menu items or cake flavors you would recommend? My favorite thing at Disneyland is churros. So no matter what, I wanted to have the churro cake. Outside of that, I did not care on flavoring. I let my husband choose. Uh, He went with the lemon cake as our other cake flavor. And everybody just loved the cake flavors. And then we also had a coconut cake and a chocolate tart that came with our buffet. Interesting. Any menu items you'd recommend from the buffet? We did the beach barbecue buffet. My husband is from Texas, so the food was his choice. He wanted the barbecue, and it did not disappoint. We had the baby back ribs. We had huli huli chicken and mahi-mahi. So that way we covered everyone for what they would want to eat. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? Moana, our hair and makeup stylist, arrived at 11 o'clock to start hair and makeup. And Bianca, our photographer, arrived at 2 o'clock to start taking pictures of us getting ready, all of us girls in our suite. And then we went down and waited, because I did do a first look with my husband, while we were waiting. She did some pictures with the groomsmen. And then we did the first look about 3.30. And since we did the first look, we were able to get a lot of our pictures taken with the bridal party prior to the wedding. This way they didn't have to take time after the wedding. They could go and be with their families during cocktail hour while Teddy and I had our pictures taken after the ceremony. And then after the ceremony and taking pictures, Teddy and I were able to go in to the ballroom for about five minutes just to have a moment to ourselves, see our reception area and how beautiful it was before everyone came in. And then we had dinner served about 6.30. Teddy and I had our first dance after the dinner was done. And then I also did a first dance with my daughter. After the first dance with my daughter, my husband surprised me with a song that means a great deal to me. We had been begging him to sing at the reception and he kept telling us no, but he did surprise me and did sing. And then after that, we just danced the night away until 10 o'clock when the reception was over. That's fantastic. What song did your husband sing? He sang Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder. My dad was a radio personality when I was born. And the day that I was born, he played that for me on the radio. So that has always meant something to me. And since we have been together, he calls me lovely. So it meant a lot. There was uh, definitely some tears shed by all during that. (laughs) I'm misting up (laughs) just hearing about it. (laughs) 
Okay, so when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? For my attention, I did, even though it was a destination wedding, I am a definite planner, very OCD, and I did make a lot of the stuff for the reception. We did, I did the table numbers, which were not numbers. We did the lands of Disneyland as our table numbers. And then I did take an idea from the bridal showcase from Disney that I saw and fell in love with. I didn't know how I was going to make it happen considering this was a destination wedding, but I made flower boxes. They had them on an actual board hanging and I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. So we just had them on a table, but the flowers were coming out of them. And then I had our lands of Disneyland. So it exactly matched the table number with their names on it. That was probably my favorite thing that I made for the wedding. We did Mickey head fans slash programs for the ceremony, which definitely came in handy because it was quite hot and the sun was shining down so they could shield themselves from it. Um, and I also made some very cute boxes that I ordered off of Etsy. We assembled those and they were for happy tears. So we had those for guests. And the other fun thing that we did, we weren't sure what we wanted to do for a gift for all of our guests. And we came to that conclusion. We wanted to do Mickey ears since that means something to us. We did ears for everyone and we were able to get some great shots with the entire group in their Mickey ears. That's wonderful. What was your strategy for getting all those DIYs to Hawaii? Ooh, it was a lot of puzzle piecing, putting into my luggage. We had four of us from my house going and we all took two pieces of luggage. One included our welcome sign. So I did have four suitcases packed full of DIY items. Yeah, it was a it was a lot. I didn't realize how much I had made until I went to go and pack everything. <laughs> and then what aspects were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? You know, I don't think we saved any money anywhere, to be honest. <laughs> I've waited a long time to get married. And so we just what we wanted, we just went ahead and did. And I did have to put my faith in everybody being it was a destination wedding when it came to flowers I did scale back a little bit on that that was probably the one place that we saved a little bit from the beginning but it was just making modifications to fit within the budget of what we wanted to spend for flowers but everything else we just kind of we went with it so what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day two obviously my husband singing to me and the other would be my first dance with my daughter. Oh, that's wonderful. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? It did not. After the wedding, Teddy and I were talking and he asked me if you could change anything about today, what would it have been? And the answer was absolutely nothing. In my opinion, it was the perfect day nothing went wrong. We were on time. Nicole was our wedding planner at Aulani. She was phenomenal. I cannot say 
enough about her. She made the day just absolutely perfect. I worked with her every month leading up to the wedding, and she was actually our fourth planner. We went through four of them through all the changes of COVID. And while it was heartbreaking and there were many tears shed over the past two years from having to cancel two times, it was meant to be for us to have Nicole and everyone involved in this wedding to make it absolutely perfect. It was a dream. That's so wonderful. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be a big deal? The characters. Even leading up, Nicole kept trying every day to put in the request for us because we really wanted to have them. We had a plan of what we wanted to do with the characters when they were there. And after, it was okay. The reception was amazing even without having them there. And our guests were still able to go and see the characters, Mickey and Minnie and Chip and Dale, Moana, Stitch, around the resort. So they were still there. That's great. Do you have any tips or advice for anyone planning an event at Alani? Start early as you can and come with notes. Write all your ideas down because they will work with you every month when you have your monthly check-ins. If I ever had a question, I was contacting them. You just have to have the courage to just speak your mind and ask any questions, even if you think it's a dumb question or you're going to be told no, it doesn't hurt to ask because they made a lot of things happen for us that we didn't think would be possible for us. So it was, it was great. That's interesting. What kinds of things were they able to help you with? Well, we weren't sure if we were going to get into the Kiona Ballroom. Those are reserved for larger weddings. So we just kept going back and forth. And, you know, in the beginning, it was a no because we didn't have a large enough wedding party. And while the other ballroom is beautiful, we really wanted those chandeliers. And Nicole made it happen. She was able to get us in there. And no extra cost. It was a little magic for us. (laughs) Well, Nicole, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Aulani, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you for having me on. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.